0: Good day, my friend, and happy President's Day to you. And if you're watching from around the world, um, happy President's Day to you as well. It used to be Washington's birthday, now it's President's Day, and I'd like to talk to you a little bit about it today, if you don't mind. So here's a toast to history. I want to remind you. Please like this video. Please, of course, hit the little like button and the bell to be notified of new streams and the like. And I wouldn't be—I would be rather remiss if I didn't say specifically we have a, a sponsor who has a special, by the way, President's Day code for you. If you if you go to my link right there, to our friends at ZStack, and you put in President Fifteen at checkout, you get fifteen percent off of something which, frankly, you can can save your life, make you live forever. And while well, I'm exaggerating, but If you don't think boosting your immune system is important, well, there's nothing I can tell you. Because when it comes to vitamin C, zinc, quercetin, flavonoids, and of course, vitamin D, you can't do better. So do what I say. Do yourself a favor. You don't need to be sold. You're very smart. Use the code PRESIDENT15 today and get a 15% off this week. This week only. Now, let me say a couple of things. Um, I have provided a most, 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 most thorough explanation of some items that are heard exclusively on my private channel. Over the weekend in Washington, there was a rally of sorts, and I detail that and go through it greatly and specifically giving you my thoughts On the subject matter, what was accomplished, what wasn't accomplished, Um, you'll find it, I think, most piquant, okay? But for purposes of today, I am telling you, if you want to do yourself a favor, if you want to avail yourself, I'm going to give you the easiest, and I just did a brand new Again, a tutorial, a little tutorial on my private channel at lionelmedia.com. Just sign up. And I'm going to tell you how you can get into this. I want you to go and I want you to follow and and listen to, specifically, uh, anything from a great, great, great historian, my favorite, Richard Norton Smith. He has the best, the best uh, lectures, videos on history. They're accessible. They're funny. They're not hagiographies. They are not like uh, the David McCullough style, the Ken Burns. And Abraham Lincoln. That's nice but that's it's hagiography that's a that's a, a saint book that's a that's a tribute i want to know reality i am a realist i am a realist you know what that means it's not just a term of art it's not a vague descriptive that's a very very important reference real politique but richard norton smith said there is no excuse for a dull book a dull museum Or a dull speech, especially when dealing with history, the most fascinating subject I know. And let me also say, there is no excuse for a dull rally, or for people to try to waste your time who have no skills in oratory. Oratory was something which was very, very important. In the old days, it meant something to be able, not merely to stand before you and say, hey guys. But somebody who captivated you, who understood the notion of the speech. What is the speech? What is it to speak? There were times there were presidents who were absolutely, again, stentorian. The Lincoln-Douglas debates. Um... William Jennings Bryan, the the cross of uh, silver. Oh my God! Oh my God! Watch these, watch these speeches. Uh, Avail yourself of it. Cross of gold, rather. Excuse me. Cross of silver. Uh, Please, please watch Nelson Rockefeller's famous sixty four convention about extremism. And everything that you think you are seeing now for the first time, everything that you believe you are seeing now for the first time, everything has been done a million times. Yes, there are variations. Yes, yes, there are things that are different. Absolutely. There are, there are issues and there are different folks. But everything is there in history. The people, the, the, the folks that you thought were godlike some of them quirky some of them strange incredibly funny stories to hear the development of the country and the, the the differences of personality federalism we're arguing this to an extent today the arguments are the same federalism expansion is it is it is it isolationism it's a different it's a bit of a toy a twist nothing that we're saying today nothing that we're saying we're saying is, is is brand new um, John Quincy Adams it is not our goal to create monsters to go into we've been arguing about this forever expansionism and it's good whenever somebody comes along and says here's something interesting. This uh, Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda, you know, that guy. God bless him for at least making people want to learn about Hamilton. I don't care, even as far as the accuracy. Let me lure you into this subject matter. One of a great, broad, and I'm not a big musical person, but one I love was bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson. This was years ago. It was on Broadway. It was fantastic. Wonderful. Wonderful. And this is the thing I want to explain to you. This is the gravamen, the, the the essence of it. History, as Tolstoy said, would be a wonderful thing if only it were true. History. Your history. There's no such thing as The history. There is perspective. Tell me the Vietnam War from the viewpoint of the Vietnamese versus the American GI or the Marine or the mother. Tell me. Same event. Tell me what happened. Tell me what the war was. Tell me what it meant. Tell me about HUAC, the House um, Un-American Activities Committee. Explain that from the viewpoint of, let's say, Dalton Trumbo or, you know, the blacklisted to somebody who at the time was maybe with the FBI or was involved in espionage. There's no such thing as a perspective or a story. You have to have perspective. Tell me, tell me what this means. The stories are incredible. I was, I've been, I spent uh, such a great weekend. It's Richard Norton Smith. is wonderful. The stories. Thomas Jefferson never spoke to anybody. He never, he never made any speeches. Adams, left. Wrote everything. He had diaries with Abigail, with this one, with that. They they knew all about him. When David McCullough came, he sold two million copies of his book. Why? Because it was all there. And then Netflix has a hundred million dollar whatever this this. Uh, it, it was wonderful. It was this. It was this uh, history. You've got to go sometimes to Philadelphia. You've got to see where it started. And there's a constant reference of history. Yes, this is what happened. But it's happening differently today. But kind of, sort of, and maybe not that different. Does that make any sense to you? Does that make any sense? It does to me. And now we have the internet. Does it change everything? Does it? Does it really change things? Does it really change things? Well, everything changes something. But there was a time then. Think about this. Think about this. At one point, I forget what it was. It was one particular cable news show. I don't don't know what it was. But when, when cable news really was cable news. And it was a blockbuster. And you might be able to guess the channel. And yet... It might have seen, it might have reached, I don't know, a half a percent, one percent of the population, maybe. When Father Coughlin would get mail, Father Coglin, the, the mail he received, people responded, people, you, you, you were passionate. Passionate about your newspaper and newspaper is better you think things are biased now you, 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 you think things are biased? If it wasn't biased you didn't you didn't want it what do you what is this? if you try to tell people in the 19th century, early 20th century fair and balanced say I don't want that what is this fair what are, you, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I don't want this I want this. Give me what I, and it wasn't considered, I mean, there's there's, there's no perspective of William Randolph Hearst. There's nobody today. Nobody, nobody, nobody. History gives you perspective. Do you know who the greatest, the most, think about this, the greatest, pound for pound, per capita, most famous athlete in the world? of all time. When you ask an American that, the American will say, Muhammad Ali, you know, Babe Ruth, no, Pele, or Pele, or Peel, is how they call it. Oh yeah, that's right. Because they take into account this. Okay, in American culture, the biggest pound-for-pound musical artist Biggest popular entertainer that you can just point out with with metrics and who who would it be? Who? Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby did radio, film, and sheet music. Bing Crosby was forever. Bing Crosby was a monster. You you don't you don't. Bob Hope later, Bing Crosby. Charlie Chaplin, relative to that. Do you know the impact of the silent movies? I don't think you've ever seen this before because you've never seen movies or sound for the first time. You were born with sound. You were born with movies. Imagine going from a, a world where you never saw this. It it didn't exist. And there it is. That famous uh, shooting scene where this, this Pecos Bill kind of character is it? you got to stop for a second. You've got to think about this. So what I'm trying to tell you, and I know this may be counterproductive or counterintuitive, but what we're seeing right now isn't as big as you think in perspective. It's not. It's not. See, social media creates the illusion. you rather create. Social media create, a plural, the illusion that everybody is doing something. It's not. It's not. It's the illusion. I create the illusion that everybody's thinking this. It's not. Your world is. Your reality. This is your reality. This is my reality. They're parallel universes. And in my reality, I think... Everybody thinks what I do. Everybody watches what I think. Everybody's tuning into the Super Bowl or watching the debate or watching this rally or watching this movie or doing this thing or watching the Daytona. Here we go. Perspective. This is what history is about. Yesterday, the Daytona 500, right? Do you have any idea how big NASCAR is? Do you have any idea of what that is? Now, is it worldwide? Is it big? Oh, yeah. Bigger than anything you can imagine. Well, why don't we know so much? Well, for one thing, because it was kind of looked down on as kind of being, well, whatever. Well, where does it come from? Where does Daytona come from? Well, believe it or not, in the old days, again, post, post, post post-World War II, a lot of the rum runners and people would have to be able to, these fast drivers were the bootleggers and and it kind of grew from that and then it just it's 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 not it's not indie it's open wheel this is different this is nascar not formula 1 it's a different mindset and then people started to say well you know what it's 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 more american or conservative say what you want people are always trying to to pigeonhole it people are always trying to pigeonhole it but again what do we need to do? Perspective. Perspective. Do you think things are dirty today in politics? Do you think so? You think things are really like, boy, this is this is really this is really tough. Do you think? Do you think that? Uh, how about the uh, what was it, eighteen eighty-four? James Blaine against Grover Cleveland. Oh my God! It was the worst. It was the worst. It was horrible. You do, do you think people are, do you think the founding fathers cursed? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? <laughs> yes. Yes. They may not have written it in public. Yes. Absolutely. Were they debauchers? Yes. But what is different? Ah. That's an interesting topic. I go into detail. This isn't this isn't. I don't think this is the right form for this. I'll tell you what's different today, because I wish my fantasies to be able to go back or bring somebody from the. I don't know, a senator to bring back. Um, I don't know, John Marshall to bring back. Uh, I, I, I really. There's certain parts. Certain. There's the Franklin Pierce. Maybe one of the worst, most horrible presidents, depressed, a drunkard, slapped, not slapped around, but his wife treated, I mean, he was just, I mean, pathetic. Oh, how about um, another great story? Is it John Tyler? Let me just verify this. I never want to tell you something. John Tyler... Who um yes, he was the tenth president. Remember this? He was he was the vice president of William Henry Harrison. William Henry Harrison, as you know, was that famous story of the fellow who who spoke without his coders for too long and then died immediately. He was like a president for 30 days. And this was before, before they even had. The Twenty Second Amendment, the the succession is like. Well, is he is he the president now? How did that happen? You mean we didn't know? Well, not really. You didn't. You mean? Wait a minute. Nobody thought. Nobody at the in Philadelphia. These geniuses never said. Do Do we really know what happens in case somebody dies? That's a good question. He He was the most. I, I mean, he, 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 he's I, I, I. Warren Harding, oh, my God, might have been poisoned by his wife. Was it Florence? or Might have been. Sired more children and supposedly lost the White House, China, and Teapot Dome. And Oh, my God, it's fascinating. Nothing that we do. Nothing. You think Bill Clinton was a scalawag? You think he was some satyr? Oh, nothing compared to that. Absolutely. And Andrew Jackson... You can say whatever you want about the 45th president. You can you can Andrew Jackson. <laughs> oh my god. And what is history is comforting. It makes me think like I didn't know that. I feel you mean it's supposed to be like this. Yes. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Yes, this is the way it is. Do you think we have anti-war folks? World War I, interventionists. There are people saying, stay out of World War II. Pat Buchanan was still talking about this. Pat Buchanan was about World War II. What are we doing? You, you think wars are hard? You think, explain World War I. Most people have not a clue. It's like, Wait a minute. What was that again? Why did we do What? And then you get to talk about history with what's really happening. And then you get to talk about the influencer. Let me stop right there, okay? Let me throw this one out right now, now friends, for you. I'll be trying this in English. Our friends at My Patriot Supply, they didn't have this on the Wild West. Imagine, I think I told you this. Who was it? Somebody who walked? Was it Abigail? No, somebody walked a quarter of a mile to the privy. I don't know who. Designed it then, but food. Remember, there was there was a time when most people in this country, most were farmers. So if you had to address people, you addressed the farmers because they were in charge of food and production and tariffs. And this is before trade. But now it's a different story. Well, now our dear friends at My Patriot Supply have this deal for you right now. If you use the promo code Prepare with Lionel, PreparewithLionel.com. You can save two hundred and fifty dollars on a three-month emergency food kit. That is it. Twenty-five year shelf life. breakfast, lunches, dinners. It's all bound and sealed in these in these reusable packets. It's the most beautiful thing in the world. Very simply put. Please see our friends at PreparewithLionel.com. I want to go back. Everybody thinks this is different. How about today the influencer group? I'm not going to mention any names. The influencer groups. These are people who are the professional activists. These are people who are... These are people who are the... Well, because of social media, they're... And it's a a wonderful uh, exercise of the First Amendment. All of a sudden, they are... Whatever, and and I think that there should be no uh, test for knowing what you're talking about. There should be no requirement that you explain it; just do it. But fog, fog, fog father Coglin. I got to read. He was one of the the mail he received per week the mail he received i got to uh hang on this one always killed me cuz i've got a soft spot for radio when radio meant something uh he received 80,000 letters a week 80,000 letters not to mention telegrams Now, do you know what it takes for somebody to sit and write a letter? We don't do that now. Tonight, tonight, well, we're a little different now. We might might like something, but he was the biggest thing anybody's ever seen. He was the... There were people who never really won, like Tom Dewey and these people. These were influencers then. These were then there was the the, uh, the the suffragettes and then there were the anarchists and there were people who were in the satellite they were there were the satellite folks this is all part of our of our history it's wonderful and that's why I'm telling you Richard Norton Smith start off with that he worked I think the Bob Dole Museum has wonderful just very conversational stories that are terrific. The worst presidents. What makes somebody a good president or a bad president? That's the thing which is very good. If you ask people today, first thing people will do what well, they do is they will never think about their answer. They will just they will just start answering. They'll just start answering. Well, I think they're right. Jimmy Carter, bless his heart. Jimmy Carter is in hospice. People have been talking a lot about Jimmy Carter. What will be Jimmy Carter's um his 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 record but what do you know about jimmy carter what 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 do you know about jimmy carter not not what um not what other people will say but what do you do you remember jimmy carter and what is it that you need to know before you say okay i've got enough information now to make a statement as to Jimmy Carter's candidacy. His, what he, his, do you remember when he was, he was friends with the almond Brothers and he, the peanut farmer, Billy, it was this post-Reagan, well, it was not really post well, pre-Reagan, I guess, but do you remember when Gerald Ford, and he said, "I'm never going to lie to you." And he and he wore the sweater, and he thought he was doing the right thing. He talked about, well, "We're going to have to turn our 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 temperatures. Uh, we're going to have to turn the thermostat down, and live that didn't go over very well. It May sound good, but it didn't didn't work didn't didn't go very well. Solar windows, and then. And then, yeah, and, and, uh, and, and, uh, I mean, he tried, he was a good man, poor Amy, uh, Amy, Mishkin and Amy, and then there was Chip and these other, p- you never heard about Chip, like Chip Carter, and he, oh, Miss Lillian, there was a joke one time, the punchline was, they threw her into a vat of oil of Olay and she disappeared, it was terrible. Billy Carter, how about Ruth Ruth Stapleton Carpenter? This is the best one. Billy Carter was, remember, he was a Billy Billy beer. Billy was either an emissary, some type of a, some connection with Libya, with Gaddafi, I guess. And this is before Farah and foreign agents and all this. So what he had to do was, this is interesting, they said to Billy, and he would sit there and drink beer, and he said, well, let me tell you something. He said, I've got a mother who rides motorcycles. I got a sister who's an evangelical and talks to God. I got a brother who thinks he's going to be president, and I'm crazy. Best line ever. Hi, I'm Jimmy Carter. I'm Jimma. And remember what did it best when Saturday Night Live was relevant. The moment I shan't forget was Dan Aykroyd. Big ufologist, by the way, who I thought was the most talented. Uh, John Belushi did nothing for me, nothing, but Dan, Dan Aykroyd, and he was doing Jimmy Carter, and he was taking calls, then he goes, I oh, was go to line four, he goes, hey, Mr. Brett, whatever, he goes, "My uh." I'm going crazy, man. I took some acid. And hang on there, Todd. What is it? Now was it a winter pane? And he goes through the okay. Was it clear plastic? Okay, fine. Okay, what I want you to do is this: I want you to open up the window? I want you to melt out? Have some vitamin C. Have some orange juice. Maybe put on some almond brothers. Remember because the almond brothers loved him. It was one of the. It was. It was that moment. Said, you know what? Jimmy Carter's cool. Jimmy Carter's okay. Jimmy Carter's alright. Remember John Anderson, the Independent, was running then. And I remember then because I was going into. I was getting into. Politics myself working for a senator, so I remember that well. I remember, I remember when they were furious over the whole uh, the uh, Iranian whatever. Okay, fine. Long story short, but history will look back on Jimmy Carter. In history, you need perspective, and you need people to back off and get away from your own filtration system. Talk about Ronald Reagan and people won't be able to do it because they say, well, you know, my father liked Ronald Reagan and he was, a, you know, this, or, or I, Bill Clinton was this. I heard this about, you know, there was a Monica Lewinsky. Wait a minute. Stop. That's, that's not history. But here's the thing which nobody does today. And you'll never hear this. Compromise. The Missouri Compromise. Never. Ronald Reagan used to say, if I can get 80% of what I wanted, I'm doing better. Compromise, negotiation, is making somebody do something they don't want to do, but you've talked them into it. That's the beauty of this. Simple. It's that important. That critical. Does anybody talk about that anymore? No. Does anybody ever talk about, we're going to sit down, we're going to hammer this out? Never. 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 It's completely different today, as I explain in my private channel, which I shan't uh, explain now. By the way, let's talk about this one thing, EMP shields. I'll never forget the time I first brought up electromagnetic pulses with you, and you knew immediately what that was. I talked to more people. It's so. Whenever we're out, I just slipped that in. You know what an EMP is? You know what that is? Electromagnetic, you know, heard about that? Carrington class events. Who? Carrington, not not Dynasty. Those are the Carringtons. No, no, no. You know what? The, okay. There's a company called EMP Shield. And I cannot emphasize enough, this is the link right there. You just go and use my link and read. Just, just spend five minutes reading and your jaw will drop. That's all. That's all. Read about the technology that's available and what you can do to make your electronics and your systems safe. That's all I am saying. Now, returning back to the subject matter, when you talk about who was your favorite president, I don't know what that means. Who is your favorite, who's your favorite group? Who's your I don't have any fa- you can't you can't say that. For you to answer that question means you don't know what you're talking about. You've got one? You can say favorite? No. Because different times <clears throat> bring different politicians and different events. Different things. There are people who will be known for different things. And everybody, listen to me and listen like you've never listened before everybody at the be- everybody from the beginning of time until now always says it's never been worse than this i've never seen this country like this it's never been worse than this this is the worst this is the what this they have been saying this since during the depression civil war world war 1 World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Watergate, from 1963 until 1968 with the assassinations of JFK, MLK, RFK, Malcolm X, Medgar Evers, the um, African-American girls who, were, who died via that explosion in a church. Shall I go on? Bull Connor, Edmund Pettus Bridge, civil rights, women's rights. Do you want to keep going on? The depression. People always, oh no, no, but this is different now. It is. Why is it different? And here's the best part: you can't say that if you've never studied history. If history is like, I don't know. I can always tell when somebody speaks, whether it's on a, at a rally or whether it's on, you know, YouTube or whatever. I can always tell when somebody has no perspective. It's like they know the words, they know what has to be said, but they enjoy the the status of influencer. I'm an influencer. I'm a political influencer. I know all the words. Really? Oh yeah, all the words. Well, that's just great. You know the words, huh? I sure do. Do you know what they mean? I uh, know. And understand something. Understand something. If you want to run for office and if you want to see what's going on, push everything apart and find out who is in, who's going to make a difference. And that is, of course, the independent, the uncommitted, the non, the partisan, just the undecided, middle of the road, the person that is just sitting there. You've got to create a fire in them. So what are you going to do? How do you do that? Repeat what everybody else has said? No. Find out what it is. Take what's happening and explain it in a different way. They don't understand it. Your job as a trial lawyer is to explain to that jury why you are right. Persuade them. Explain this. Give them a different way. Don't give them sloganeering. Don't give them uh, bumper sticker stuff. Don't. It doesn't do any good. I do not understand how that works. People have said, I'm thinking, that's not going to be it. That's not going to be it. That's not it. How do I convince you of something? How do you convince? Let's say I'm trying to explain to you anything, whatever it is, I'm trying to explain to you something. Sometimes the obvious, the information is so obvious you can just point to it and say, that's it. You go, that's it, that's good. There was a guy on New York on New York News years ago. He would basically stand in front of whatever it was and he would go like that. Today in the Bronx section, a five-hour fire. Thank you, I got it. That's all he would say. He'd point to it. or he You see that bridge? The Verrazano bridge. He always point to it. That's it. That's all he did. He just pointed to things. And he thought he was very effective because... Uh, but there was a time when that was that was really something, when people really listened to their local news. They really did. They listened in the morning and what's it going to be and is, there, is it going to rain and all that stuff. Well, that was then. It's different now. It's completely different. So how do you find this out? You find the essence of the problem. What is it? You want to get too highfalutin? You want to repeat what somebody is? If you talk about economic issues, somebody said economic issues. What does that mean, economic? We've been hearing about economic issues our whole life. Why is this something I can't do anything about? Why is this not just some usual thing that happens with all civilizations? Why? Tell me. What's so different about this? Tell me. And most people say, I don't know. Because you've been repeating what everybody else has been saying. That's all you've been doing. You've just been repeating it. Repeating it. Over and over the same stuff. Okay? It's that simple. That simple. Now, one more thing I want to tell you about our friend. Remember, anybody who is our sponsor has a friend for life in me. And our good friends at MyPillow. MyPillow MyPillow.com right now, my friends, you go and you put in the promo code Lionel and you will get a free gift. I know it's tautological at best, but it's true. Right now, mypillow.com. Do yourself a favor. This is the best part. It's like just browse. Look at what's look at the overstock sales. Look at this. Look look at the this this MyPillow two Buy one, get one free. Look at the slippers. Look, just look at everything. You cannot believe how much is there for you. How much is there for you? It is incredible. It's that simple. And they are supporters, and we support them. MyPillow.com, promo code Lionel, or if you insist, call 800-645-4965. That's 800-645-4965. Now, my friends, I ask you this question. What are the, what are the presidents you would like to know more about? That's the question. Not who's your favorite. I don't even know what that means. Who's your favorite? Because there's something about the president which is so unique. It's not the king. It's by design. It's very important. And there was something a while back, years ago, called the Unitary Executive. Addington and Cheney wanted to reconstruct this notion in the during the uh, Bush years about the Unitary Executive. The founding fathers would say, actually... Article 1, the legislature, is the most important. And there were these different political theorists came along and said, no, we think it's the unitary executive. And this particular theory means that it should have precedence. And that's what happened without anybody really knowing. It. They knew how things worked. And they knew about the courts, and they knew about... But everything you think about Everything has already been talked about before. Everything. But it's on a different level right now. Now remember, there were people at a time who the literacy rate was maybe not as good as this. Not everybody went to college. You, I don't know how, how quote, educated people were. But newspapers were critical. And people knew so much more. They knew so much more imagine wanting to go you're a a rail splitter you're a, a a a sharecropper you are and you get with your family and you go on a buckboard or a horse a hundred miles to hear Lincoln or whatever do, do you see the level of, of interest in this the level of participation it doesn't exist today it doesn't have any, there's no, I don't know if there's any, it, it, it doesn't matter. It's okay. It's different right now. Do you really know what's happening? I don't know. I realized when somebody said, people like to say, what's the first thing you read in the morning? What do you, where do you get your news? And I asked that question, but in reverse. Well, what's the purpose? What do you, why are you, well, ask me the question. Where do I get the news to find out what people are thinking? Or where do I get the news to find out the truth? Or where do I get the, what do you mean? Because first of all, the majority of people do not get the news from anywhere that I'm getting. They're not getting it from here. So that's right off the bat. Are you asking me where do people, where, where do people get this from? It might be from Facebook. It might be from Some um, social media. Some brief reference. Maybe a little TV. Maybe a little... I don't know. They're not getting any of this. They know a little bit about this. But then you've got to know where the stories are big. And one of the stories is The Balloon. Everybody knows that one. Why? Because it's easy. Low-hanging fruit, perhaps. But it's easy to understand. They've got this. Everybody knows this one, and you should have known that, and that's the first issue to talk about, because they're already watching it, they're already paying attention, and then you start off with this. Listen to what I'm saying. You ask them, what do you think about this? Always ask questions. What do you think? What do you think it is? Is there any reason to worry about this? Who do you think is involved in this? What do you think is a what, what? What do you do you think it's a weather balloon? People are interested in the weather. What about satellites? Don't that? What would you me Is this at all? Who's responsible? Anyway, listen to them. You will first be astounded as to what they don't know. You will be astounded as to what they don't know. Always ask the question. Don't tell them things. Don't give them your reaction. Ask them. And you can say things in a question. Do you think the government's doing enough about this? Do you think the opposition party is doing enough? Do you think that the media are really telling you the truth? The answer to that is That's never no. So you ask them that question. Do you see what I'm saying? Ask people, find out. That's what's interesting. And today, on President's Day, You've got a phone, right? If you're at the gym, if you're walking, if you're listening to headphones, just listen to YouTube. Listen to a Richard Norton Smith lecture on on um, Nelson Rockefeller. It'll blow your mind. It'll blow your mind. You you, it's fascinating. It's maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. How about when John Tyler lost half of his cabinet? on an explosion they went into the into the Potomac they were they were showing him this is after after Harrison had died untimely and they were showing him this hey look at this new bomb we got thing blew up and killed like a secretary of state and as he's going up the stairs this woman falls into his like, his arms he catches her he marries her his grandson is still alive he had more kids he's 98 it was wild. John Tyler, Polk, oh and Franklin Pierce, dear guy. I think Barbara Bush was somehow connected to him. He was so, so, so um, sad. Calvin Coolidge, great president. He left office with not a balanced budget. I think it was surplus or no. I forget what it was. He did something that nobody else did. By the way, budgets weren't even required until the first part of the 20th century. He didn't care. Nelson Rockefeller said, the best way to read a book is have the author tell you what the book's about. I'll never forget that. I like that. Calvin Coolidge never cared about what anybody said about him. There was something called the Wallace agriculture something. Wallace was a VP under, who was under FDR but and would have been later on, but his, his father, because remember, 10%, 20% of the country was in agriculture, so agriculture was huge. And there was this one big important periodical, the Wallace something or other, agriculture. And who was it, Hoover? Herbert Hoover was, I can't believe what they're saying about me. And Coolidge said, the Wallace, is... that the one with the green cover on it? Yeah. Oh. He didn't care. He said, what am I going to read? He said, if I read it in the morning, it's going to ruin my morning. If you read it in the afternoon, it ruins my day. What am I reading this for? What am I... Why am I doing this? Some presidents, as you know, could not live that way. They had to know incrementally what was happening. And... From the, and by the way, when you listen to historians, you want them to tell you something that does not necessarily confirm their own independent political uh, ideology. There are some folks who are putatively, allegedly, writers of history, but who are you know, conservative Republicans or liberal Democrats. No, no, no. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear that. Just give me somebody who says, okay, what did he do? What happened? What was the story?" Remember when they were talking about packing the court? Go back to FDR. What did FDR say? Why wasn't that important? What did they say? And we can go through the through the entire Supreme Court history, which I know more about because that's interesting. Also, it's fascinating. You cannot be a citizen today unless you have. Not only a knowledge of history, but a love of it. Where you want to say, I I want to know perspective. I've said the word perspective a million times. Because nothing that we're doing now is completely brand new. There's some twist to it, which I go into in my channel at lionelmedia.com. Believe me, I'm far more, I'm less polite than I am now. Because I know exactly what's happening. But... But you have to put it in terms of what's different now. Does that make any sense? Okay. I hope it does. Because if it doesn't, what are you going to do? Now, tomorrow, tomorrow coming out will be my newsletter. Sign up for this right now. Here's the link and there it goes. Make sure you sign up for it and make sure you always read it. And you commit it to memory because there's frankly nothing like it. Someone wrote me a nice email and says, "Where do I get the merchandise? Where do I get your mugs and all that stuff?" Very simply, here, right here, it's the Lionel, the official Lionel merchandise store, right there. This thing, we have dropped it, traveled everywhere with it. You can't break it, drop it. You you can, you can, float or produce koi, you know, schools of koi and. Uh, small level um, underwater investigation. Anyway, this is a huge, wonderful thing. This is my favorite among other items. That's for that. Also, please, I ask you, Mrs. L has a newsletter coming out, which is terrific. It's going to be coming out uh, Wednesday. But sign up for it now because it's something that nobody is looking at. This is her incredible work at lenswarriors.org. She is 100%, 24-7, determined to dealing with predation and information and promoting digital safety and through policy, legislation, and information. And here is your YouTube. It's a beaut. Sign up for that as well. All right, my friends, have a great day. Remember, watch some videos. YouTube is great for some of the best lectures ever. It's stuff you never learned in school. And I think the older you get, you realize, you know, if somebody had talked to me this way, maybe I would have enjoyed it then. In any event, have a great and glorious day. Don't ever forget that. See you tomorrow, same bad time, same bad channel, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Until then, remember, the monkey's dead, the show's over, sue you. ta da.